Jerry Jarrett. All right, so uh, we're going to be singing some Christmas songs we all know and love. I'd encourage you guys to sing with us. Jerry's leading this. You ready, bud? 
that in a year like this, we can still celebrate you. Christmas is not canceled, amen? Man, you are good, Lord. Amen. All right. Uh, Pastor Regina, you up here? You want to teach the kiddos a Bible verse? And I think you have a gift for them, too, huh? I do. So exciting. We have prizes. Fran? Okay. Good morning, boys and girls. You can come up here. You can sit with your parents, whatever you feel comfortable with, okay? But we're going to go over this amazing Bible verse. Then we're going to pray, and then you're going to get a bag full of goodies for you guys, okay? I'm so excited about it. And my helpers, Fran and Hannah, are going to help us help me pass it out, okay? Hi, guys. So today's Bible verse is Isaiah 9-6. And Isaiah 9-6, it's a beautiful description of our Jesus and what he brings to our lives. And that he's a wonderful counselor. He is... It is very good. It is Jesus' birthday, right? We celebrate that, right? So this Bible verse talks about that, about what we can expect of his kingdom, of his reign over us. Yes, you do get to open presents. That's awesome. All right, so you want to hear what the Bible verse is, and then you guys can repeat after me? Okay. So it says, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, right? And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, right? Everlasting Father and Prince of Peace. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah, these are all amazing names of Jesus. So do you guys want to help me tell everyone else the Bible verse? Is that good? All right, very good. So let's see. Isaiah 9-6. Isaiah 9-6. Good job. All right. For to us, good job. A child is born. Very good. To us, a son is given. Good. And the government will be on his shoulders. Very good. And he will be called... Wonderful counselor. Mighty God. Good job. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. Yay, good job. That was excellent. Here you go. So everyone's going to get a bag. Oh, I forgot. I'm supposed to pray first and then we get the bag. I got excited, guys. So excited. All right. Let's bow our head and we're going to pray for you. Okay, ready? Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord God. We praise you, Lord God, forever and ever, Lord God, for the precious children that you've gifted us with, Lord. I pray, Lord God, that they would know, Lord, you as their Lord and Savior, Lord God, that they will let you in and be your forever friend, Lord God. I pray this for them, Lord. Protect them and provide for them always, Lord God. Let them have an amazing Christmas filled with love, Lord, in Jesus' name. What do we say, guys? Amen. Excellent. Yay. So when you get a prize, you can go ahead and, and go Everybody gets parents, a present, right? all the kids anyway. Okay. Nice. Yeah. There you go, baby. Hey, can you kids keep a secret? At the very end of this, if everything goes well, it should snow in here. I know. It should. I always want to say should. Not making guarantees. But it should. Welcome to the vineyard. Merry Christmas. So glad to see you. Glad you're here. Welcome those of you joining us online. We know we've got a bunch of folks out there too, and uh, we're happy to have you with us. Um, I'm not going to talk for a long time. I told the worship team, I, I said, ah, maybe five minutes, which in pastor talk is probably 15, but I said they don't have enough time to get down and back, so they're all standing around looking at me, so I can't talk too long. And uh, I want to get onto the candlelight and then... And the fun stuff at the end and see if it snows and all that good stuff. But I do want to talk to you for a little bit about the, the reason for all of this. And we always need to, to spend some time talking about Jesus and honoring him. So I had this verse 
that I've been thinking about all week. You all know this. It's from Luke chapter 2, verses 4 through 7. So Jesus also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. And he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. And while they were there... The time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son, and she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And blessed be the word of the Lord. There was no room for them in the inn. Now, um, over the years, that story has been sort of added to and built on, and people have thought about what it meant. Really, that's all we know. That scripture I read you, that's what we know about what's going on. At the end, people have made a big deal about the innkeeper, and, and I like to think about him sometimes, too, and I've been thinking all about that. But, but this year, I was thinking about, you know, the, the inn was crowded, so we know that, and it was because of the census, and everybody had to go back to their hometown. It was a big hassle, especially, can you imagine, Mary was, you know, really pregnant, having to travel, and it wasn't, I'm sure it wasn't a yay sort of trip. And then everything's packed when they get there, and there's nowhere for them, and she's about to have a baby, and there's, there's only this stable. But I was thinking it's pretty interesting, you know. The, so they're in the, in the crowded inn, and, and we know that. It was busy, the guest house. The, it, was, it was crowded. It was busy. And I, I sort of have this picture of, of you know, just the, the busyness of life happening there, and people are preoccupied with everything that's going on around them, and that everybody's in town, you know, and so it's really busy, and all this stuff is going on, and just sort of think of the, the hustle and the bustle, and that's what sort of is the picture of the, uh, the crowded inn. But so preoccupied and so busy that that crowd is going to miss something really important that happens just a few feet away in a stable. And that's one of the most amazing things of all time, is that Jesus comes. Fully God, fully man, Jesus enters the scene, and he's born there in the stable in the most lowly way. And most people don't get it. Most people don't see it. They're so busy doing all their other stuff, you know, at the crowded inn, that they miss what's going on. And there's just a few in the stable. You know, there's Joseph and... And Mary, and then there's eventually Jesus, and eventually, if you know the story, a couple of shepherds show up, because angels sort of appear to them, and they're busy, they're working, and you know, it's not like they're not like everybody else busy, they're busy, they're working, they're guarding the sheep at night, and and, you know, but there's good news told to them about a savior, and what do they do? Well, they respond to the good news, and they leave what they're doing, and they go and join the few people there in the stable, and they get to witness Jesus, and, and they get what it means. So the question that I sort of have, and it's kind of a quick question, um, that, that that whole thing made me think about, and it's this, is at Christmas, where do you think life really happens? Do you think it's with the in crowd or with the stable few? <laughs> and who... Who do you really want to be with? See, the in crowd now, they're just busy and running around and they're push, 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 go, 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 go. But the stable few now, it might not seem like much. It might look like, well, they're out in the stable, you know, but, but they get to see life. They get to witness miracles. They, they, that crowd got to see angels singing. They responded to the good news. They got to see baby Jesus. They, all those things. And, and it was because they responded to good news that they got to be part of the stable few. What's the good news? Jesus has entered the world. That's what we celebrate at Christmas. Why did he come? Because we're a mess. Life in that in crowd, it just keeps us a mess. Preoccupied, missing all the good things of life. Just go, 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 go. And see, because we're like that, what's happened is all of us have separated from God. Our sin, which all of us have done, has separated us from God. But God loves us so much that at Christmas, he comes. He enters the scene. Fully God, fully man. Jesus enters the scene in the most humble of ways. And his, his coming is announced as good news. And when you respond to the good news, everything changes. And that's the good news that Jesus came. And, and he finishes the story at Easter when he takes his perfect sinless life, which he led. And he willingly goes to the cross and he dies there. And he takes all of our mess, all of that hurt, all of that garbage. He takes it all on and he takes it down with him and leaves it down there. And then he rises again and defeats death, which is the power the enemy has. He defeats it to show everybody who's who. And then what he does is he makes it possible for us to be reconciled to God. See, that's at the heart of this whole message. And, and, and so all we have to do is respond to the good news like the shepherds did. And guess what? We get to be part of the stable few. How do you respond to the message? Jesus 
I will follow you. Jesus, I'd rather go your way than my way. Jesus, I'd much rather be part of the stable few than the in crowd. Because I want to experience life. And if you've never done that today, here or watching online, it's just that simple. Start this story. Unwrap the best gift ever given. Say, Jesus, will you be my Lord and Savior? I will follow you. And that's where this whole story starts. And that is how you get in to be part of the stable few. Way better than the in crowd. And that is all I wanted to say today. So, uh, so thank you for listening. Now, we're going to do candles next, right? Alice, my love, you're going to meet me up here? Press your button. Okay, so I got to explain a little bit about candles because there's a there's a candle etiquette that's very important. And uh, so here's here's the candle etiquette. Couple couple of rules. So we're going to come down these rows. We're going to shoot down the center, and we'll loop back and start coming around. But we're gonna we're gonna have our candles lit. All right, and then we're gonna come to the end of each row. And if you're in the end of each row, let me step back into the light so you can see me because he's talking in the dark. I can't see what he's saying. What you're going to do is, I'm going to keep my candle like this, and you're going to take your candle, and if you're going to tip it in like this, and you're going to light it, and then you hold it up. Once your candle's lit, don't do this. Just keep it like this. That's what those little wax holders are for. All right? And then, then you're going to light the next person in your row, and, and on down, until we get it lit. And, you know, it, for socially distancing, you can do this, I guess. I don't know. So. It's not there. this. Now. But not this. Yeah. All right. And then you're going to hold your candle, and we're going to sing Silent Night. Let me just tell you the whole thing. And then after Silent Night, we always sing Happy Birthday to Jesus. And then we blow out the candles. And then we got another song at the end of that. So when we're done with all those, you're going to sit back down before you go. And when you leave, don't take these holders with you. Drop them back off at the table. All right? We need those. Okay? So the candles, we, we won't use again. But we will use the holders again. So don't leave with the candles. Also, if at any point in time you smell burning hair... You chuckle. Well, I only have to announce this because it's true. And it happened what last year? Didn't last it? Last year. Hey, it happened to one of the you know one of our pastor well, family. We're not going to name names. Yeah. So it may or may not be related to yes somebody on staff. Maybe. Yes. Nonetheless, if you smell burning hair, look around you. Check the small children first, then yourself. Whatever you got to do. But that's what's going to happen, all right? Does everybody have the, the candle rules? Okay. And stay seated. And then at some point during the night, I'll have you stand up at the end. And we'll go from there. Okay. Will you hold this? I brought it. I've got a backup. Don't worry. There we go. I thought that might happen. You ready, Dad? Do I need to push the light again? I, I, I can push this button. All right, we're ready. I'll go okay. this way. Sing with me.
Amen. All right. So what we're going to do while we're standing and, and give us a way to blow these candles out, we're going to sing happy birthday to Jesus. All right. So here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jesus. Happy birthday to you. All right, you can blow your candle out. And then sit down. we got one more song to do. And, and this is going to be good. Yeah. Good. All right, you guys ready? I'm ready.
Merry Christmas, everybody. If you can, would you go out? These doors are open for you. Give everybody a little time to work their way out. There's places to put the candle holders back there. Have a great Christmas. Thank you for coming. God bless you guys. We love you. And uh, we'll see some of you on the weekend. All right? Bye-bye. And be careful of the soap on your way out. The soap is soap, just so you know. Yeah, it's a little slippery right there. Walk firmly.